Well, I mean, at Bayloth, I don't know what to... Oh, oh, that's the, <clears throat> that's the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, the show about all the kick-ass stories behind some idle champions, coolest campaigns, and characters. Every Wednesday at 11, p- at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash CNE Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans, talk about all the idle champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Erin Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angel Saga six-book series featuring three of your favorite idol champions, champions, Frida, Havilar, and Mahen. I am content designer for idol champions, and I play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrollers, and I play Havilar on Idol Champions Presents the Black Pits. Hey! Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. You can find me all over the interwebs, over fine streaming content can be located occasionally on TV. I uh, just felt super left out about having a coordinated uh, costume with Havilar. So Aaron and I were doing the, you know, there it is. <laughs> and I didn't. Um. <laughs> here's the here's the problem with us being the twins. She's the smart and pretty one, so I am the tough one. So I don't know. I'm not sure what's left, you know, but I'll, I, I, I can reach high things. I can reach high <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, black belts and stuff. I think you definitely get the tough one before we even start conversations about who's the prettiest. <laughs> or smartest. That's the advantage of being twins. <laughs> yeah. So so Cassie's put in the chat, no black pit spoilers, please. Uh, and you don't have to worry. None. We're not going to be spoiling well, black pits here. But we well, are going to be talking about stuff I that mean, is near it. Well, I mean, Havilar's there and I'm there and there is a pit and it's black. I mean, I don't know. Is that a spoiler? Or is that just like... <laughs> To be fair, it's not. Literally just happened. It's It's more about the journey than about the events anyway, so. It wasn't a journey. We went one place. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a journey. We went one place. Uh, The journey's in here, man. The journey's in here. Oh, yeah. The road When the guts come out and they're all over the place. Oh, that's no, the I... journey. Oh, that's the journey we've we both been on. Okay, All the right. journey was the enemies we killed along the way. Um... <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, you get that as a tattoo. <laughs> uh, I think uh, next week's episode is going to be fun. Uh, but this week's episode is now, um, and we thought, uh, you know, what what a better time to talk about the Underdark itself than uh, with the Black Pits going on because Black Pits is located somewhere in the underdark um <laughs> uh but there there isn't too much lore about it because it was added fairly recently uh with the enhanced edition of uh Baldur's Gate uh one and two which Mark Mir voiced Bailoff for and where Bailoff comes from um and but yeah all, all, all it says for location is the Black Pits uh was located on an island somewhere in the underdark uh it was used to pit adventurers against monsters and other adventuring groups uh when the contestants uh had won 15 battles they would fight the pit master themselves Ooh. <laughs> and, and for all of the memes Bayloth is exactly that he's this really tough boss and then when you unlock him as playable he's lost his power yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> And can't do all the things he did to you right before. So, like, Bayloth is that meme, which I appreciate on a meta level. If Bayloth was aware of memes, he would do that on purpose <laughs> to be like, I can't meet your form anymore. Friends. I, I can't know? imagine Bayloth doesn't know about memes. <laughs> that's one of that's one of his uh, class features. <laughs> it's true. Memes. It's true. 
Um, but you know, so the black pits are in the underdark, but we've talked about factions of the underdark and some things that live there, but what is the underdark? My favorite part about the underdark that I think a lot of people underestimate is it's huge. Like it's the length of the entire sword coast, but then it's all underground. So it's three dimensional and it goes literally down to hell in some places. So there's a lot of space in the underdark. They're playing 4D chess. And it is not just on the sword coast. There are big chunks of underdark all over Toril. Yep. Oh, there was the the part part of the underdark extends into the shadow fell. Remember the like yeah. the shadow dark. The shadow dark. That's the the most emo of elves. Like they're born they're born with the mascara on. It's, it's constantly playing My Chemical Romance when you're down there. It's just. But imagine imagine though if like two negatives made a positive and you go to the shadow dark and they're just super chill. You know what I mean? It's just like yes. all the emo ness until like so the clove cigarettes run out. Uh, my alchemical romance well done garwar well done that's 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 it we're done go watch the blank thank you all we're not gonna top that you know uh but yes underdark is underground world but not just like caves right like it's not just the caves of toril it's like below that like you uh, you have it, it's broken down into three chunks. And actually that first part, like the first three miles of down is the upper dark. And this is sort of the area where you get just things that live in caves. You get people who are really from the underdark interacting with people from the world above. And it's not until we get to the middle dark that we get where most underdark denizens live. This is where the cities are. This is where you get, you know, a lot more of the creatures that are adapted to living in this kind of environment. Uh, And then there's also the lower dark, which is where it touches the pits of hell. As you do. Or the abyss. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it says 10 miles below the surface, the lower dark was where even those who knew the underdark were loath to go. I just, I, I love the naming conventions there because it's yeah. just upper dark, middle dark, lower dark. But yeah. it's all under dark. How much dark would the middle dark dark if the middle dark could go with lower dark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? Um, and yeah, so the well, actually, one of the first questions I had about this because I I, I couldn't quite find it here, and I don't know if there is uh, an explanation for it, but like, are these caves and tunnels and everything naturally forming, or did something make the underdark? Oh, yes. what made the underdark? You know, in in my experience with it, is it's both. I mean, because there's there's big cavernous areas, but there's also like claustrophobic little tunnely areas, you know, and then mm-hmm. a- apocalyptic mind twisting hellscape areas. As you um, do, as you do, you know. Like, again, um, there there's parts of the underdark that are competing with the far realms for the brain eating um, the brain eating competition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's um. I will just say, obviously, one, one, one uh, little bit of a fly in the ointment um, that is a part of the game that was pivotal. But you know, it is his. You have to be very careful with how that is aged. If you mm-hmm. use that at all, that uh, slavery was a big thing in the Underdark. The yep. Drow enslaved people. The Mind Flayers enslaved people. Um, so you know, yeah, you're. We can't ignore the fact that that was a thing. So um, you know, mm-hmm. your mileage may vary. But I yep. will say, uh, 
<laughs> they were kind of equal opportunity in the fact that it's like, if I'm just strong enough to oppress you, it's not racism. You're just weak. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I was thinking there was like some kind of overarching origin story for the Underdark, but there is not. It is just there. It mm -hmm. is a mystery, which is nice. Mm. There's not enough of those. It's um, true. You can get things like there are tunnels which are formed by purple worms or mm -hmm. other giant monsters doing that kind of thing. Um, fissures that are opened up by spreading fungus, which the fungus down here is very weird. Yeah, uh, this is the only source of light in the Underdark frequently is the bioluminescence of fungus. Which is so um, cool. You've also got uh, Oromycos, uh, which is a mm, semi-sentient fungus that's mm -hmm. in the Sword Growth, uh, Sword Coast. Uh, it's um, features heavily in Out of the Abyss, I believe, as mm -hmm. uh, a thing you're supposed to protect, or you don't. <laughs> also, um, it's it, it it's not all connected it's not like a giant subway system right it's mm -hmm. just sort of like this is the stuff that is roughly at these depths which by the way you know, 20 to 25 miles down into the planet is incomprehensibly deep by the way no one has actually yeah. been that deep into the earth so there might really be an underdark i'm just saying nobody's <laughs> nobody's saying <laughs> Someone pops a little camera down there and hook horrors are like what are you doing <laughs> what? What? aliens <laughs> See, you know, it's funny. You went to the hardcore. <laughs> I just went straight to an aboleth that is like, moisturize me. <laughs> you know? I love hardcores. They're so weird. They're so weird. <laughs> they are. They do just look like stressed out parrots. It's true. <laughs> yeah. They're like parrot turtles that are cannot reckon with where they belong in the world anymore they cannot fly they cannot swim but they do speak common i believe but also they speak hook horror they're the only thing that speaks hook horror i you love know, those linguistic dead ends where it's like one thing speaks centaur centaurs but also they speak other stuff that's great i mean you know just because hook horrors have a, are a pinnacle of not just physical but linguistic evolution you know don't hate on the hook horrors <laughs> i love them i said yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you you're saying about the the purple worm tunnels though i i gotta be honest i think that would be my number one fear <laughs> just being in the underdark is like just a purple worm's gonna come through the wall and we're all dead <laughs> oh the this, this sweet baby oh, yeah. i love that mini so much with a dude in his mouth uh, yeah. you know what I, mean? I put the dude in his mouth by the way it does not, I does not am... dude for the mouth soul separately <laughs> <laughs> check your I'm doctor choosing, i'm choosing to believe the story, the story that I have developed in my head canon in this moment is that that dude raised that purple worm from a little wormling yeah! and now carries him in its mouth. Yeah. Well, that would be the safest way to travel through the caves. You can't do the like sleeper has awakens uh, riding the sandworm because you yeah. like get busted up against the roof. So you're gonna, like, <laughs> hold like, you in your mouth. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah there along. you go. There you go. Also, See, Trevor, how dare I you have... put a positive spin on my purple worm eating a dude? <laughs> now I can't. Unsee that dude it. looked way too calm to be being eaten. He was very Maybe calm. You should turn him on his side so he's he like, like ah. yeah. Then I'll change it. <laughs> no, I'm going with you now. That's the head cannon. Trevor, I have to say, mm. this is your worst underdark fear, but the underdark is also full of your actual I know. fear. I was just hoping to avoid that one. <laughs> we'll just mention there's a lot of S-P-I-D-E-R. Uh, there's a lot of D-R-I-D-E-R-S. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, does that, 
does that make it better or worse if there's like this beautiful drow okay. woman then okay. her lower half is a so, giant spider so this actually came up recently in a game that i recorded that will be up eventually just stay tuned uh but essentially before the game the dm was like hey trevor just as a heads up there's spiders in this and i'm just like it's fine no problem because in my head it's fanny spiders they're giant i got a sword i can stab it but no it was swarms of tiny spiders and i freaked out <laughs> those are the those are not my favorite yeah. so, i like spiders and i don't like those like so, maybe spiders go back to the nursery yeah no so to answer your question giant spider with the person top no i'm fine with that i stab them just okay. okay wait wait so, wait so, so wait sorry. hang on wait and put this important this is important so where where are we on old shellab like uh where, where, i don't like the sound she makes she makes so valid so okay driders are just to be clear like drow who have uh, is it they failed the test of lolf this is one of those I, things oh, that, that always confuses is? me yeah, yeah, so driders get made when they a uh, drow uh, undergoes a particular when, test when, and they when fail the spider a, queen. When a daddy drow and <laughs> <laughs> oh, This boy. is the thing. This is like sort of, uh, I don't think we were talking about this here, but the Yuan T are an example where like, the more snake-like you get, the higher you are in the hierarchy, but the yeah. worse your name is. So people who look like humans but are also snaky people are purebloods. And people who look like snakes had had snakes stuck on them. And oh, by the way, I heard you like snakes are called abominations, but they're basically gods. Something is confusing here. So similarly, Lolf is big on spiders. But if you fail Lolf, she turns you into a part spider. And I don't understand that, but so, I don't I, worship a spider goddess, so I'm free of worrying about this too much. I really However, like a. Oh, good. Go ahead. I was going to say, I found another monster that I'd never heard of before when oh, we were no. researching for this, which is another punishment from Lolf for failing a test that goes in the opposite direction. So, Trevor, I don't know if you should click this, but I would like to introduce you guys to the, to the Chuidencha. Uh, oh, I hate its name already. Uh. Oh, oh God, no! No! Absolutely not! See, I gotta click out of this. I gotta click out before I, I see that again. I, I told no. you not to I, I just want you to know there were two layers of security. There were two layers of safety there where she's like, don't do it. I'm like, bro, don't do it! And, but for those of you at home that want to suffer with us, uh, it's spelled uh, C H W I D E. N C H A. He actually spelled so. that wrong. It's N I G H T M A R E. <laughs> <laughs> They're also called spider leg horrors. Spider yeah, I wonder why. There is a reason. <laughs> now, see, that looks like somebody who displeased the Spider Queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Like the drider's still pretty metal. Like I get that you're like, ooh, it's like, a punishment. Like I'm seriously, like, is it though? It, it, like, if, yeah. if if I was somehow found myself in a cult worshiping a giant spider lady, and they were like, listen, either she's gonna really like you and give you magic powers, or you become a giant spider centaur, I would be like, I mean, it sounds like a win-win. Like, yeah, where's the down? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you Sign show me that. Up. That's the down. That's the down. We've located that. That's the lower dark. You, I like I like I said, I like spiders, but not that. No, that's uh -uh. you know. No, thank you. Here's the thing. Uh, again, I, I've played this game once or twice. Um, never come across that. 
going to accidentally absolutely use that to torment people. Here's what's wild. Pete, hang on. Steel Wolf in the chat said, leg day for that thing takes a week. <laughs> <laughs> Every day's leg day. Exactly. Although this is interesting. It says it's origin. Oh, that was fourth edition. It said it's or first of all, this is an abomination from fourth edition. So I'm going to say <laughs> the second gift fourth edition has given. Oh, no, God. it's from third. Never mind. It's I can't third, even give too. it credit. But uh, it says its origin is Fey. That's weird. That mm -mm. is weird. That is huh. some Fabius. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Odd. They're vulnerable right. to sonic attacks. So when you see it and you the, scream, oh, oh, then I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. But oh, I guess they got all the little sensory hairs. I just them. won't lean away from the mic when I laugh. I will just sonic boom it. No, <laughs> this, this, it, it is oops all spider legs though. Like that's that's freaking nightmare. That's also terrible. if you chop off their legs, they come back. Of no! course they come back. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't crawl away and like keep attacking you just as loose legs. Uh, it turns <laughs> into another chewedenta. <laughs> I hate uh, this thing. <laughs> well, okay, here is something oh, okay, that's the okay, opposite. Wait. Oh, wait, go ahead. So, go ahead. Oh, I have to say, uh, so yeah, they they are if they if they fail loss tests and you know in in they're cast out and that make they have a particular hatred for the drow. However, they were sometimes kept by the drow or other evil races in deep metal lined pits where they were used to dispose of waste, carcasses, prisoners, and criminals. Yeah. Ah, they use spider leg things to compost. Ah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> See, now in my head, we never Wait. got a good look at that thing that was living in the Death Star trash compactor. So it's not, <laughs> not that. That actually, uh, like, not, not to like, pull on the world building loose thread, but they put them in a metal lined pit and then they feed them dead bodies and waste and stuff and presumably it eats it and then it poops it out it's going to just keep pooping until it can climb out <laughs> the greatest like of escape plans <laughs> i feel like someone didn't think this through that's why you cast fireball yeah it <laughs> just like I mean, gets up high enough and it's like eh, 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 fireball i mean could Clear you imagine problem. that that's that's when you're like oh Chewingus poop too high. Dread Skull eighty eight said, "How do they see?" And we're not getting into that. I don't want to know how those things see. No, thank you. It's, I, all, it's it, all the sensory ears. If, I mean, the sensory hairs. If if if, 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 uh, if, if acoustics. That is like, that is a terrible chew, version of Care Bears. <laughs> Giant <laughs> spider legs thing, standing oh, up heart thing it, on its bottom. But, <laughs> oh, oh, but it de it definitely wants a hug though. Look oh. At that. All right, what else can we talk about that's in the Underdark? Here's the opposite of that. A Glaura. Glaura? Or a Glaura. I think I'm going to say Glaura, but it's one of these. It's basically an Underdark pixie. <gasps> what? They're also called Unicorns of the Deep, uh, although they don't have anything to do with a unicorn. They, um, they are people-sized. Not tiny. They look like they should be tiny, but they're medium. Uh, first of all, the, okay, it's G L O U R A. I also am going to go with Glaura for you there. Yeah. Uh, two things. Thank One, you. that thing looks like my buddy Alquin Gersh. Second, 
if I'm bopping through the Underdark and I come around a corner and I just see like a person-sized fairy chilling on a rock, I'm still casting Fireball. Like we're we're not. I feel we're not, like that's. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite yeah. thing is that that's they, they, a good. That's just a good habit in the Underdark. Turn the corner, Fireball. Turn the corner, Fireball. Like mm-hmm. it, I like that they still have butterfly wings. But mainly because they have the antenna coming out of their head, which I'm like, that's an extra thing that's pretty funny. But I'm also like, wouldn't it have been like, shouldn't they have moth wings? I don't know. Like I always say, like the the other version of butterfly being a moth, but I guess it's underground. I don't know. It's it's because they're. I mean, they're still. Fa- I agree, they should have moth wings. But I mean, are they born in the underdark or are they stuck in the underdark? They well, they are fey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're from the upper dark. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, a triplet of triplet of Glauras owned a small fest hall in the drow city of Shemath. Oh, wait, but this That's says their average hi- this says their average height is three foot. Well, That's they're in the medium category. Yeah, so they're like child. Whatever. They're like ch- they're like child sized. <laughs> That upsets me that they look like children that own a fest. (laughs) (laughs) And that's still a chunky fairy, by the way. You know what I mean? It's it's like a 65-pound fairy. (laughs) Wait a second. What is this? Uh, Also, there are are evil variants known as Devious Glaura. So I was correct (laughs) that you should shoot first and ask questions later, folks. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... But yeah, so the the I, we, I mean we've talked about the factions of the other dark and some things that live in there. But yeah, like uh, beat the thing you were listing off uh, before the show: uh, uh, bullets, beholders, cloakers, Darrow, hey. Drow, Dorogar, dwarves, illithids, Kuatoa, Driders, and Nerf Zerf Nablin. I can say it. Nerf Nablin. Fun fact: uh, because of the show, I got that uh, question right on uh, on uh, um actually when I was watching that the other day. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, I, that's not what that is. Um. But uh, but yeah, so they're obviously like I think are, are the drow the only ones that have cities down there, or are there other cities no. of other no. creatures? Yeah, that that what you just named those are the in- intelligent races. The, mm-hmm. um, so uh, the Abalath, big fan of the Abalath. Um, yeah. their their art has changed a lot over time. They very much will always be the first and second edition Abalaths um, in, in 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 my heart God, and in my mind. There's some good like 60s sci-fi alien creatures. I really yeah. like it. They're they're kind of like um if you if you had like a long eel that yeah. had three eyes that went right up its head, but it had like tentacles. Um and they are psionicists and they will mind control other creatures into uh serving them. And they originally come from the the sea of salt sea of fallen stars. So mm-hmm. they are far realms creatures that are in the underdark like i said there's a lot of overlap there like there's a lot of beholders and mind flayers and stuff down in the underdark too um one of my very favorite adventures of all time which was a second edition adventure called night below Mm -hmm. was uh was central to an aboleth invasion that you kind of had to slowly unravel and stop uh but they're big old strong greasy boys So it was funny that you said first and second were your favorite because the fourth edition art's actually my favorite. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, but they're they're twenty foot and like sixty five hundred pounds. Yeah, so, you know I, the fourth edition art is legit. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's just 
that first edition boys who have got my head though you know yeah, what i mean that's fair yeah and, yeah and and the fifth edition one i think works really well with some of the the artwork that we've gotten of them recently like uh especially the because they have this like weird pillar thing that's kind of like a ship somewhere in the Jifu. sea of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like they're i think that's how you say it yeah it's yeah. hard to guess with two x's it's a such word. a weird word but the artwork they have for it with the fifth edition ones like flying around it just looks terrifying and i love it see my only issue with the fifth edition art is it looks just it just kind of looks like an eel you know yeah. what i mean like it doesn't my, like, mine if, mine if is I, the big Oh, sorry, Mine's a big round mouth full of teeth. I'm like, eh. <laughs> like it's creepy, but eh. wait, hang on. I'm I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show you the art here for the um the great Shaboeth, which is like the top aboleth from Night Below. Like, I mean, come on, top aboleth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they, he's they a chunky odd. boy. Yeah, they're right. It's it's like Jabba the aboleth. Yeah, no, it, it's essentially yeah. for 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 everyone who can't see this, which is everyone but us. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a a big pale white aboleth that is like almost the size of I don't even know. It's just yeah, it's like it's like a whale. Yeah, it's it's a whale, blue whale. Yeah, but chunky. The great Shaboeth. Yeah. With like I, open sores on its side. No, thank you. That's, that well, I think are, I America's think are next top of bullet. America, no, that is America's next top of bullet. That is the Underdark's next top of bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another good Gar War one. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, so do we know like any other, other notable cities or locations that are in the, the Underdark? There's Menzo Bar and Zan. Mm hmm. Yeah. The bit, the 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 one that we now know how to properly pronounce, thanks to Bob Salvatore. <laughs> Again, Bob was like, "Bob, how do you say this?" He's like, "I don't know. Say it however you want." And then he proceeded to say Menzo Baranzan, and I'm like, "Well, then that's how you say it, Bob. That's it. You just, you just did it. Like you literally made the thing. Ergo, vis-a-vis, -vis, and concordantly, it is Menzo Baranzan." <laughs> Uh, there's Aaron, a bunch of drow. Oh no, I was just looking. There are a bunch of drow cities. Chetnasad uh, is one. Um, Samgath that we mentioned before. Uh, there's also like dwarven settlements uh, down in the Underdark. There are um, this. I think the Zverf Nablin have a city down there too. Oh yeah, no, uh, I think I'm I've heard about that. Having a hard time remembering the name. It's probably something wild. <laughs> like they're called Zerf. Zerf. I can't say it. Zerf Nablin. Zerf Nablin. This makes me happy. Blingdenstone <laughs> is, is that theirs? Oh, that sounds. That right. is it. Blingdenstone. Yeah. That's right. We talked about this. We did an episode with that had some of these in there. That's right. That mm -hmm. sounded like Lingonberry. <laughs> Black Pits is a location in the Underdark. Look, yep. we made it topical. <laughs> um, you see that? We brought it back around, brought it back around. Uh, excuse uh, me, excuse me. I would be remiss to my friend Bailoth that I didn't say the Black Pits is the best location in the Underdark. <laughs> yeah. How many oh. places in the Underdark have you been to? Oh, I mean, I lose track because it's dark when we get down there. It's like caves. <laughs> Then something slimy happens, and then I don't know, and then we leave. Yeah. Then something slimy happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sorry, I, I looked over expecting underdark stuff, and it was just more uh, snurf nablin. So confused me. Sorry. 
I found I found the the Kotoa city name. What is the Kotoa? Oh my gosh. Well, this is a minor Kotoa city. Sloop Dilmanpolop. <laughs> There's out. also Shout out Sorry. to Blip Dool Boop, the one true god. <laughs> Sloop Blue Dop is uh, another Kuatoa village. Uh, they really stand out. You know where you're, you know, if someone says, oh yeah, there's another rest stop in Sloop Dool You know exactly what you're getting. It's a place you shouldn't sleep in. That's what that is. You know what I mean? Just like. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like someone had a two-year-old kid who had a very particular way of mispronouncing <laughs> words and was <laughs> like, hey, kids, say this. And they're like, all right, that's what we're calling this. <laughs> there's another way. Gath Gula, Gath Gulgapool. That's not the best one, but there's a lot in here. I bet Glidden Gloop. No, that's Smurf Naven. Gilden Gloop is, is a Smurf Naven city. See, now I got this like West Side story of a kid from Glidden Gloop and another kid, like a, a little a, a little Koatoa that is from like a, a, the other side of the tracks. Um, from... So, go ahead. This sorry. is an interesting location, um, Graven Hollow. This comes from out of the abyss. It is a library. It is isolated. It's like, let's see, it's supposed to be west of Worm Rivings, but you know, between Gauntel Grim and Mansell Dareth, which are also settlements mm. in the Underdark. And the thing that's cool about it is it basically kind of exists outside of Toral. It's got its own weird magic. It remembers everybody who has walked in its halls, including people who will visit in the future. Whoa. So when you walk around the library, you will see aberrations flickering in and out of existence of these people who were there and will be there. And that feels like That's a cool. super cool thing to play with. It's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah. Um, it's well, built inside a giant geode too, which is kind of so neat. cool. Um, I didn't realize what time it was because we did get a little bit of a late start. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's already uh, 11.40. Uh, tell me, let's hop over to see what chat's been up to because there's a lot of questions. Um, questions. So let's see. First one, How question. many of them are Black Pits pots? Uh, probably quite a bit. Uh, a question for Aaron. Aaron, what yes. research did you uh, have to do for the Underdark for your book scenes in it? Uh, what research for the Underdark book scenes? Fortunately... The Underdark scenes in Ashes of the Tyrant um, are largely people who are under the mind control of Gratz, so they don't really care about anything past the end of their own nose. Um, for getting into the Underdark, it was a it, the there was some research into like okay, you know they go through the Master's Library, so what kind of Underdark situation is around the Master's Library? Am I going to drop them right in a Drow City because I don't want that? Um, and how far is the climbing? That I remember being a lot because, yeah, you, the Underdark is very far down. Yeah. That is when I said it's going to be the Upper Dark because otherwise yeah. they're going to be climbing for six days just trying to get down there. And that's not interesting to read. It's terrifying. Um, those are the ones I remember. And then just generally, like, you know, especially with fifth edition, they, the, the goal of the Underdark is to kind of create a place that's sort of like a um kind of has like an alice in wonderland feel like there are rules i think the line in ashes of the tyrant is it's not it's basically it's not for you this is a world that was built for the people that live in it and you're coming in and you are absolutely unprepared because nothing is going to work the way you expect it like it's a little bit you know 
got it's got kind of a hallucinatory quality with yeah. all the weird glowing fungus and the strange creatures which you totally um, so didn't have fun with in up. the game <laughs> oh i did that yeah no that too yeah, that's that was very fun in idol champions are we talking about Alex Jefferson? Are we talking about my book? Uh, I think for I the yeah some... for the book. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was like, oh man, am I rambling about? No, and no, no. Like, no one cares about that. We care about Idol Champions. That is not true at all. Apologies. In fact, I know that people care about that because there was a post about your book series on the Reddit today. Uh... Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, any, any other things uh, for the research? Those are things I can remember. It was a while ago. It's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, lurking writer question: uh, The Underdark is there an Overdark also, or a <laughs> yeah uh, or a Sidereal Dark? Sidereal Dark? Sidereal Dark? Oh, I don't even know what that is. The, sidereal it, means stars. Oh, sorry. I was about to say the Sidereal Dark would be a part of the Feywild. I think you know we're like mm. the Unseeliar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there is a Fey star- Dark, isn't there? There is a Fey Dark. Yeah. Although, yeah, although. Didn't we? Didn't we establish the Fade Dark was related to the Shadow Dark, though, wasn't it? I thought Dark, 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 Dark. dark. Uh, I mean, I the the Fade Dark is They're where the Unseen Dark. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they, they use the same words together. So, many so times. if there's something about stars underground, people who are out there who played Elden Ring, you know what place I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> so much dark, says lurking writer. Um. Well, I guess we kind of answer this uh, while you guys are y'all looking that up. Real Bunny B said, "Question: What's underneath the underdark? Well, the uh, the lower dark and hell." Yeah, you dig you dig deep enough. Asmodeus is down there. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he's up there, in which case we turn the world. The world is just upside down. It's all very confusing. Imagine the hero party that's digging in in the lower dark. Don't worry about it. And they Mm -hmm. dig a hole, and it's just Asmodeus's face. Now turn back. Mm Mm-mm. Hard pass. Actually, <laughs> if you hit Asmodeus, then it is upside down because he's at the he's in Nessus, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like this. So he, he's in all of them. He's <laughs> he's like eh, keeping an eye on all the levels. <laughs> yeah, but like if he's like literally in, you know. Wow, I've just completely blanked on what the first level of hell is. Oh, uh, uh Avernus. Avernus, yeah. thank you. I'm like, Abyss. I'm like, other plays. Yeah, if he's just like standing around in Avernus, I feel like that's a level of micromanagement that he doesn't need to do because he has such presence. Everybody's yeah. already afraid he's there. So it's like, that's I why I know. hired a you day know. shift manager, Zariel. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyway, play it. See our previous planes episodes. They're weird. And you probably shouldn't pin them down too hard geographically because then they'll lose some of their magic. Thousand percent. So I- pop in wherever you want. <laughs> I, I would like to say in a recent charity game, I had people that you pay can affect the outcome, and they sent Zariel to help, and they sent the Demogorgon as an enemy. Let me tell you, Zariel was like, no, F him in particular. <laughs> like, you guys are mortals. I don't you br- care. You brought a demon to this party? I'm yeah. sorry? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go talk to that guy. Yeah, and they were kind of doing you, kaiju battle in the background while nice. this stuff was happening. It's like, don't yeah, asking a devil, an arch devil or arch devil stand in for help is um. Yeah, I, I will I, say, I will say, by the numbers, the Demogorgon was working. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
he does like That's 75 fair. damage a tentacle hit so yeah i don't i believe it and then it doesn't heal after yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> uh stabigail has two questions hi uh, stabigail what are your feelings as authors players and dms about the changeover from infravision uh heat signature and glowing eyes versus dark vision what do you think of that magic that was before my time yeah it no it very much was my time and pe people people got very pedantic about it it's just like some people can see in the dark bro it's all right yeah it, it essentially that's what it came down to for me too is it like when i learned about them like yeah that is cool but at the same time i can see how that puts on weird game restraints and whatnot and trying to figure out how things look when it could just be dark vision so overall yeah eh. yeah i i mean because because personally if if you i i was like if you have creatures that are innately born to darkness way more of them should just be blind it's yes. just not a thing you know like like blind vision and uh uh all the and, uh blind sight and all of that should have been more of a deal so to be like i don't know there's fluorescent mushrooms and some people can have like eyes like cats i'm like okay <laughs> you know yeah but, that's fair um let's see so, oh the, se the second question though. yes yeah. mm -hmm. uh, i got cut off uh, i actually just saw that step go put in there so i looked lower and found it uh so the second question is uh what do you think of the change over uh from drow magic being uh unusable or, or backfiring or fading away on the surface to it uh now being usable and uh, for me that's the same thing where it's just like just it's for gameplay mechanics just let them have fun i think that's the thing is like that's cool flavor for world building yeah. particularly for like a novel or yeah. if those are your enemies and you know you can lure them up to the surface then they won't be able to do the same kind of damage but if you're a player and that's the limitation and since people do really like playing drow yeah like just like guys we can only fight at night time or or when we're underground yeah right that yeah. sucks <laughs> a lot also, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that uh, Bayloth the Entertainer is by the, the most powerful and feared of all drow everywhere. <laughs> Slayer, of, Slayer of Tiamat, and uh, I was there for that. Well, but um, even though these were pre-recorded, it still feels like Freely was trying to get some extra advantage on some attacks. <laughs> you know, well, I, I, he, he said I got uh, back-end participation, so I don't know what that means. Just, but apparently, if we if we sell a lot of tickets, that that's a good thing. Um, so... It, um, uh, yeah, I, I, any, anything that limits the player choice is bad. If you're <laughs> like, why haven't the drow risen up and killed everybody? And it's like, well, if they move more than 10 feet away from the wall, the phone cord catches, you know? <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, you know, like that's like, all right, got it. You know, the drow still all have corded phones. That's why they haven't, you know. <laughs> yeah. All, all yeah. of their sending stones have a cord. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Lurking Writer has a future question. We've had Havilar recaps, and I hope we have uh, many more, but could we have possibly a Freely or Gratz recap too? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, here's the problem with that. Uh, we, we got the same problem, and uh, that's like neither of us are paying attention. To <laughs> I can't tell you what happened. I don't know. So <laughs> let Havilar tell you. <laughs> like, I, don't know. Just, I mean, we did something awesome, didn't we, little bro? Yeah, I mean, I thought we did. Just, but, but we're not supposed to talk about it. We're not supposed to give spoilers. Uh, what's, I, I don't know that word, but yeah. that's uh, So we, we, we let Havilar handle it. That, that nearly killed me. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, Catch twenty three <laughs> says question: If you're inside the cave, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate yeah. by the blo- by the numbers. Grants is still a genius. <laughs> still <laughs> right? I feel like he just doesn't care. I feel like Grants I, just not, yeah. <laughs> there was I just as a sidebar, I DM'd the last session of my run oh, for yeah. Dungeon Scrawlers, and they mm-hmm. were breaking into the Argent Palace. They had to sneak past a Cibriax and then uh, deal with Gratz. And then Glaja's whole trick was basically to give Gratz the wand of Orcus with an amplification spell on it. So Orcus busted in like, where the F is my wand? Um, and they were like, can we trick them? And I'm like, let's see. No, not even a little. <laughs> not, no. Guys are rolling yeah. very well, but these are gods, basically. So yeah. command. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. a Tarasque showed up. It got weird. It's first and speaking so of asking, so speaking proud of, of you. Thank you. Speaking of asking devils for help, they found the portal back to Malbolge because Glaj is the one that set them up to do this. And they're like, oh no, Song got eaten by a Tarask. There's demons. Everybody's freaking out. Come help us. And she's like, this sounds like a you problem. No. Because my <laughs> part got done. Now, mm-hmm. if you want to make a deal, we can have a conversation about that. But otherwise, I'm just going to enjoy the show. Yeah. Like, no, that didn't work. But they, they yeah. managed. <laughs> Rex Verde coming in with a deep cut. Gratz Thank is Val you, Kilmer in real genius, be- brilliant, beautiful, and uncaring. Yes. <laughs> that is a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you're, you're, you do your Grants at your table. I just love very broy Grants oh, I too. Do too. As, they, as they know, is based on a real human being that I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, two quick ones here before we head out. Uh, Catch23 says, uh, question, uh, if, oh god, where was this? Uh, if you're inside the caves of a mountain well above sea level, is that the overdark? Yes, I like that. Sure, I like it. <laughs> and then, uh, Roaram, uh, says, question, I haven't played any underdark campaigns since AD&D. Is Halaster still around down there? Uh, reposted uh, to forgetting the prefix. Oh, that's fine. He, um, yeah, he's he's in. He, well, well. First of all, um, uh, Alabaster Booty Clap was slain in battle yeah, by Bayloth no, the Entertainer. Died. Yeah, it that's was, the first thing. Uh, was but, kind of hilarious. Uh, but but before that, he was in the Undermountain, a dungeon of the Mad Mage. The Mad Mage is how is how is their Black Cloak. I mean, I mean, again, before before Bayloth beat him and, in a fight, and we parts, were there for. I believe parts of Undermountain touch the Underdark. So sort of. That's true. You go down deep enough, everything touches the Underdark. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, we got to start wrapping things up because, uh, um, uh, well, we, we got a full day, even though we got we got a quick 30-minute break after this. But after that, then we got Sketching Hour, another Idle Insights interview, and then uh, a rebroadcast of the first episode of Idle Champions Presents the Black Pits. So right. with that in you mind. missed it. You can watch it again. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. that in mind, uh, friends, where can people find you and what awesome things you're working on? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can join me with these guys on our podcast, writing about dragons and shit, uh, wherever you download fine podcasts. Uh, you can join me on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawlers every Monday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific for Concentration Check, a co-writing space. And then again on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific for Dungeon Scrawlers, an actual play show with a bunch of fantasy writers. Also, my new book, Empire of Exiles, comes out this November. It is available for pre-order if you like stories about mysteries and murders and strange potions and stranger people all trying to get along with a bunch of sorcerer librarians. This book might be for you! So check that. it out, please. I really appreciate it. Yeah. 
Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. You can find me all over the interwebs where fine streaming content can be located. Most importantly, this week in the Black Pits. Yeah. Um, that you can, if you didn't see episode one, uh, it's about to re-air. You did see episode one, you can watch it twice. Uh, tonight, Legends of the Multiverse at 5 Pacific. Tomorrow, Black Dice Society at 4 Pacific, both on D&D, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, shot a thing yesterday with uh, Felicia Day and some other friends that I don't know when you can see it, but you'll be able to see it soon. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, anything else I forget. Follow me on the Tweetograms <laughs> at Walters. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there, and you can also find me anywhere the Al Champions community is because I'm the community manager. That's where I'll be. Uh, thank you so much to uh, to Jordan and Martin for moderating in the chat today and doing a fantastic job, and our producer Lauren for making the show, you know, work. Um, <laughs> and uh, to Codename Entertainment for letting us have some fun and talk about some D and D. If you missed any part of the show, you can catch it later as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. Uh, and like I said, the, today we've got uh, more Isle Champions presents the Black Pits. There is a new Idol Insights interview just before it so if you saw the one with jim zub earlier today you'll see another one i can't remember which one it is but it is a different one uh it's so, becca. is it becca i okay. think it's becca okay becca Scott. that one was so much fun well all of them were ridiculously fun but yeah uh they uh but yeah so uh be sure to check those out if you want you know see more of the black pits people and occasionally hear me ask questions <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so stick around for that you can check out our twitter discord and reddit for what the twitch schedule is but that is going to do it for this week's episode so until next week champions out